today I'd like to look at, help you to look at your fitness, what you're doing, and maybe some of the things that you can tweak to get more fit in the same amount of time that you're spending on it right now. That sounds pretty good. My name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry, and I had a wonderful career. Uh, started out because I could swing a golf club, and I worked my way up that corporate ladder, and it was a lot of fun working in golf at the time. Was a great, it was great to be at. But while I was developing that career, I focused solely on career, didn't focus on my body at all, ate and drank and didn't exercise, and by the time I was 38, I weighed over 250 pounds managed to lose that weight. In fact, I've taken off and I've maintained a 100-pound weight loss for about 19 years now. And in 2013, NuSkin introduced the TR90 products. Now, they had protein boost prior to then, and frankly, protein boost is still one of my favorites. That is always in the house. Um, but the products, and, and the products are fantastic. But just like anything, it's not take a pill and get skinny. This call is devoted to the mindset and the habits and the things that we need to do to support um, a healthy weight loss or, in in my case, really weight maintenance. Because I don't know that it ever goes away. I need to be cognizant of what I'm eating and what I'm drinking because occasionally it's kind of surprising how fast some of those old habits can spring back up. But today, I want to talk a lot about fitness. Uh, when I first started to lose weight, my first fitness, and, and I had exercised, I have to say this, I, I had exercised in my 20s, uh, went to, you know, spent a lot of time at the gym, but in my 30s, that was gone. Basically, from about the time I was probably 29 until the time I was 38. I didn't do anything other than play golf. When I got to 38 and I was ready to lose the weight, like I said, I was 250 pounds. I was obese and I felt self-confident or a lack of self-confidence going to the gym. So my first activity was walking. My husband and I would, I asked him to be my, my partner. Um, I needed the accountability. And my husband and I would walk to the end of our driveway, which was like about a mile and a half each uh, three nights a week we'd walk down and back and my husband is six feet two and I remember at the time uh, I was walking with him felt like it was running because his stride was so long and I was completely out of shape I would finish that walk huffing and puffing after I began to lose weight and got accustomed to doing the walking my next step was to get into the gym But again, I didn't necessarily have, I had some knowledge. I didn't have a great amount of knowledge, but I also was concerned that I wouldn't have the motivation. So I hired a personal trainer and three days a week, I would meet this personal trainer at the gym. I knew that at that point in time in my life, if you had given me the choice between staying at work and going to the gym, I was going to choose staying at work each and every time by having that appointment. I would get to the gym. And that continued for quite a while. That continued for for several years. Then I built the workout habit. I was able to continue that workout habit at any point in time in my life because it had become a habit. I saw my body change. I'd lost the weight. 
<clears throat> I, was, I had gotten stronger. And so I was committed to working out so much so to the point that, you know, back in 2011, I became a personal trainer because I wanted to make sure that the people who were on this journey that I was coaching had the knowledge and the support to get what they needed from fitness. So my point here is fitness is a journey. And today I really want to share some of the, the five key areas of fitness that you need to include in your workout routines. And that really it's pretty easy to do this with a, with a little bit of effort. So let me go through those five key areas first. The one we think of most often when we think of people being fit would be a cardio workout. We think of runners being fit. And runners can be fit. Certainly they've worked on their cardio uh, ability, but cardio is only an element of fitness. So cardiovascular, again, is your ability to um, continue to exercise and move with a slightly higher heart rate. So that would be your cardiovascular ability. The second thing would be muscular strength and muscular endurance. So I like to talk about them that you really have to talk about them together. It's pretty difficult to isolate one with it or without the other. So muscular strength would be your ability to lift a 10-pound grocery bag. Muscular endurance is your ability to walk across the parking lot carrying that grocery bag. Okay, so that's muscular strength and muscular endurance. The next couple go hand-in-hand hand together as well. That would be balance and stability. Balance is just your body, your, your ability to um, maintain your body's equilibrium in well, well active, right? Well standing. So it's just, if you stand up, if you stand on one leg, that's, that's having balance, right? Even standing on two feet is balance. Standing on one leg is, is more challenging, um, having balance. Stability would be doing that while you're in motion. So as an example, standing on one leg while maybe rotating the other leg as a hip, that requires more stability. So we get some small muscles working in there as well to keep the body under control against the forces of gravity. And then the last one, they work together hand in hand as well, would be flexibility and, and mobility. So flexibility is the body's, uh, the muscles' ability to lengthen. Think of sitting down and touching your toes. If you're sitting on the floor and your legs are straight out in front of you and you're going to reach out and touch your toes, in order to do that, your hamstrings or the muscles at the back of your leg have to, have to lengthen to do that. That's flexibility. Mobility is the, a joint's ability to move in a normal range of motion. So think of a knee joint and just think of sitting um, sitting on something where your legs are slightly elevated so you just can kind of swing your legs. So that uh, the ability of the joint to move normally, that's mobility. If that joint, because of arthritis or injury or any, any other thing that could happen to it, doesn't move normally, right? Maybe it doesn't bend back as far or go forward as far. That's your mobility. Those areas of fitness, those are the things that we need to do to stay fit. Unfortunately, 
as we age and our body is changing, there are things changing inside of our body that makes it more difficult. As, as an example, one of the things that makes it more difficult to stay strong is the fact that after age 40, we're losing about 1% of our muscle mass a year. Uh, once we get to age 50, that goes to 1.25% of our muscle mass a year. So it's accelerating. Injuries. I mentioned those. Injuries can make it difficult for our um, joints to stay mobile. Osteoarthritis can make it more challenging for our joints to stay mobile. How about balance? If you're getting older, have you noticed that your balance is getting worse? Now, it actually starts to worsen again right around age 40, and, and it increases. And there's a variety of reasons that that starts to happen. Now, but the good news is, because I don't want this to sound like doom and gloom, you're going, damn, CJ, my my um, my strength is going down because my body's changing and I don't have as good a balance and I've got some osteoarthritis. Holy moly, might as well just throw in the towel. No, that's not true. The wonderful part is all of these things can be improved. But it's not going to be improved by just thinking about it or ignoring it or missing it from your workout. So here are some of the things. I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions that you can do. Now, the first suggestion is this. If you're not sure how to incorporate these into a routine, my advice would be to see a personal trainer. And it's probably never been easier to do than it is right now. One of the things that COVID has changed are people are not going to the gym. A lot of great trainers have developed programs, and you can get personalized programs at a reasonable price online. Have a trainer create a program for you. And my recommendation would be is to get somebody who can help you to achieve your goals. So as an example, if you you happen to be a person who is in their 60s who just wants to get fit to stay, um, to age in a healthy manner, your goals are different from somebody who is maybe in their 40s and has decided that they want to um, participate in a triathlon. So make sure that you get a trainer who is and um, who is well versed in working with somebody who has your goals, and that's easy enough to do by looking at bios and not asking questions. Um, most trainers should give you a little bit of time, you know, ten or fifteen minutes to get to know them. Ask them questions. Find out about what their backgrounds are, certified uh, or or any specialty certifications. So if you don't have enough knowledge to do this by yourself, make sure you go ahead and get a personal trainer. If you do have enough knowledge by yourself, take those areas. So again, you have cardio, you have strength, strength and endurance training, you have flexibility and um, mobility, and you have balance and stability. Add those into your workout routines. And here are the weekly recommendations. So cardio, you want to be doing cardio three times a week, and the American Heart Association recommends that you do 150 minutes of moderate cardio or 75 minutes of vigorous cardio, okay? So that's your goal for your cardio. And remember, cardio should be huffing and puffing. You should push 
your cardiovascular system. It should be difficult. If it's easy to breathe and easy to talk, that's not moderate. That, that, that would be light cardio. Moderate cardio would be it's getting difficult to talk. Vigorous cardio would be it's hard to hold a conversation. Okay, so there's, there's your gauge on cardio. Strength training, two to three times a week. Doesn't have to be for a long time. It can be right around 20 minutes or so each and every time. But you want to add some type of strength training into your training two to three times a week. Do you have to work with weights? No, you can have body weight routines. An example of a great body weight routine uh, move, and this is not this is not saying you have to do these, would be a push-up. You're using your body weight to build your upper body in that particular case, okay? Uh, the next one would be your balance and stability. You can add these into any particular routine. So if you're weight training, when you're doing a move with your weights, try and stand on one foot. That's a great way to add it in. If you have a round, you know, a Swiss ball, I think everybody's probably seen those, the kind of the gym balls, the big mushy balls, and you're working out with weights, you could sit on the Swiss ball. What that does is that helps you with your balance to balance your and, and, and work your, your core section. So there are multiple ways to add those into a routine. So you don't have to have additional time to do it. You just need to learn and understand how to incorporate that into things that you're already doing. And then, of course, stability and mobility. So that's going to be, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, uh, I was just talking about stability, uh, balance and stability, flexibility and mobility. That's going to be your stretching, right? So you want to add those into, first of all, you can add those into any of your cardio routines or your strength training routines. You can do those before and after. So you should warm up your body using dynamic stretching, which stretching just, dynamic stretching just means you're doing it while you're in balance, uh, while you're moving. And then um, static stretching is holding a, a, a stretch for a longer period of time, say about 30 seconds. And typically we do that afterwards. Now, you can blend those into your routines, which is great practice to do to give your muscles that. But what I'd really like to see you do is to plan to stretch for about five to maybe 10 minutes, uh, two to three times a week. And you can do that by, if you're in the living room watching TV, sit down, put that on. When the TV's on, throw the TV on and just sit down on the, get down on the floor and start to do some stretching. Um, science has shown that your, your most effective stretching is what you do right before bed. And again, it doesn't have to be very long, and you can do that while you're doing other things. In fact, it's a better spend of your time than sitting in a chair and just watching those routines uh, or just watching whatever you're doing. Get, get down and do an exercise routine. So hopefully that gives you a little bit to whet your knowledge and say, I can make my workouts better without having them be longer if I know how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it and combine those things in, that's my suggestion would be get someone to guide you. Okay, that brings us to the end of our call. If you go over to the One Team Global page on Facebook, 
Uh, one of our uh, leaders will be helping you to build a new skin business. But in the meantime, I'm going to take the call off mute. Everyone say goodbye. So that's really interesting, stretching before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Now, why is that? Because of the neuromuscular pathways that it creates, it has a lot of the same impacts that, um, you know how if you're trying to remember something, one of the things they uh-huh. talk about is doing, is doing it not long before you go to bed. Because as you go to bed, the mind still stays active and all these things happen inside of the body. And they believe that the same types of things happen in terms of physical activity. And so they suggest stretching before bed will help to get you some of the the biggest benefits. That is fascinating. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I I really didn't know that. It's sort of like exercising before doing math with kids. It helps think it better. <laughs> yes. That makes total sense. <laughs> Just, you know, there, there's a thought. <laughs> absolutely. Well, based on, based on what I've learned, absolutely. That is phenomenal. I am now going to make sure to do that. It's like, that's like a gestalt. Wow, you just changed something. (laughs) Thank you. Good one, CJ. You're welcome. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a good day. You too. Absolutely. Bye-bye.